0: what's up guys welcome to the wcbc podcast my name's hunter my name's alan and we're back and we are in romans chapter 12 um this is episode two of the marks of a true christian um segment and uh this one and episode one are both coming out kind of quickly together um we also you know we've I got a request this last week about Message Monday which was cool about something Pastor Jason covered. Um so trying to be strategic about, you know, when what comes out when cuz we definitely don't want to like I don't want to drop 15 at the same time cuz if you drop 15 at the same time then like majority would can't won't listen to all 15. So we're trying to be uh strategic and are releasing um, and we just want to keep encouraging you guys, uh, keep checking it out, keep listening. Um, I was actually pulling up some stats right now about the last five episodes, and we've had, um, yeah, there's a place in Germany, it's the Frankfurt and Main Hesse, I, I, I probably just butchered that.
1: <laughs> We're sorry. Um,
0: but we've had pretty consistent listeners from Germany. Uh, for the last five episodes, which is really cool. Um, so, um, I don't know how you found the podcast, but welcome. We're we're super excited that you guys are listening. Um, I know we had a listener in Canada, um, which is super neat. Um, but for all of our people in the United States that listen, and they're all over the place, um, we're just so thankful that you guys are listening to this. And it's just crazy, Alan, because like, there's a chance... I will literally never meet 80% of the people that listen to this. That's
1: true. That's true. And the the bloodline that bonds us all together, that makes us heirs and joint heirs, uh, that commonality, uh, if you're listening, guys, we, we're glad you're listening. And uh, we may not know you. We may never meet on this earth. But uh, when we get to heaven, uh, we'll be able to worship together.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, even like thinking about every episode we've ever done, um I mean, we've had, Al, we have, we have now had listeners on every continent in the world. Praise the Lord. I mean, that's neat. I mean, well, it doesn't show like Antarctica. If you're listening, you're from Antarctica, shout out to you. If hey, you know
1: somebody that. in Antarctica, re- recommend the podcast to them. Uh,
0: but we've got North America, Europe, Asia, Africa, South America, and the oceanic, so like Australia area. Um Dananda. Yeah, there's just six, so you don't have. There's seven continents in the world, I believe. So we don't see the top. Wonder why? Wonder why they don't show the statistics for Antarctica? I don't know. Huh? That's a good question. We might have to ask our uh, our provider.
1: It's um, discrimination, so this? Ah, something like
0: that. Yeah. But it's just cool because <laughs> we've had listeners from. We're gonna assume every continent except Antarctica. We
1: love you, Antarctica.
0: Yeah, we don't know, but it could it could be a thing. Uh, but we've had 25 countries slash territories uh, where people have listened to this. Um, so it, it, I go back to this all the time. It's just so cool, Alan, because I remember sitting in a, I was sitting in a lamppost with our pastor, and I just was like, hey, I want to throw up an idea that like I've been thinking on and kind of praying about, about a podcast. And I mean, I explained it to him, and he was like, when can y'all start? And then we started rigging things up in a back room, trying to get it to go, and we started out.
1: Audio was horrible. Yeah,
0: and, like, <laughs> we were literally borrowing stuff. If you ever listened to the episode with Ty, um, we were borrowing Ty's stuff. I broke, like, three microphones. <laughs> um, sorry about that, church. Um, you can ask me about that. Um, but, like, you know, I'm I'm scrolling down through here. And... We started out with the importance of prayer. And, Alan, that was our first episode we ever did, June 23, 2020. We're in 2022 now. That's wow. nuts. Awesome. But here's the cool thing, Alan. Ever since we have, we've had 251 downloads of that episode since we started, and that was the get-go. It would be fun to go back and just listen to how awful it was, like the quality and all that. <laughs> and then, you know, through God working in people's hearts, all easy. the all of a sudden we get this equipment, yep. somebody donates it to us for free, and without charge. And it's just like, bro, like, wow. Because, I mean, this was just an idea, Alan. This was not something that we were like, you know what, uh, we should, you know, get together and try to figure out, like, what we can do, and this and this and this, and, you know, maybe this or that, but, you know... Uh, it's just something that God did. It is. And it is. And it, it, it was, it, it's been wild, and I'm trying to see, like, what our best episode was, and I can't find it, but it's okay.
1: Well, while you're looking, we'll, we'll just make a, a declaration to our listeners. As long as, and we will, keep the content of this podcast about God and His Word, uh, it will accomplish its purpose and uh, we'll we'll be diligent about studying and, and and being accurate and and being sensitive and trying to to rightly represent God's truth. But uh, I have no doubt God will accomplish everything that He sets out to accomplish through His Word.
0: Yep. And Alan, yeah, our b our most popular episode was the importance of prayer, and that's amazing. And not only that, we have. Let me read this to you, Alan. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight platforms that are podcasts. People can access them through. Basically, they can go to like Apple or iHeartRadio or Amazon Echo or Podbean or Spotify. They look like go to these platforms and they'll type it in and listen to it, um, which is so cool. Um, to be able to sit here, and you guys might be like, those are some pretty specific stats. This, I mean, this provider, uh, BusSprout dot com, they host like a lot of Christian podcasts, but just other podcasts in general, and they're they're on point, um, which is pretty cool. But you know, it, it's just awesome to sit here and think about how it was an idea, it was something we prayed over, it was something we started. It now it's something that's kept going, and God's provided. God's got us where we are today, and now we look at all these stats. And it's like whoa um this is pretty great this is. is really and it it's is. cool
1: it's 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 really it's 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 humbling to know that uh, uh there there are people listening or, or, or maybe long time down the road when we never maybe gone you know what I'm saying may stumble across this and, and listen to it and we never know the impact that God's word will have
0: yeah and you know even though we've been tied down. And it's been pretty busy for the, this, basically this year so far, especially the last few months. We still have plans we're working on. We still have things we're wanting to do. So, y'all just keep praying for us um, that, you know, we'll just stay on top of it with these things. We've still got some guests um, we're wanting to bring on, um, you know, just a process of planning. Um, you know, Alan, I was even thinking of I'd like to bring um, Derek Ashley in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let, yeah. Dude, he's on fire right now. He is. And we'll, we'll, we won't say nothing. We'll let him just share uh, his passion for Christ in his life and what God's done for him and his family and his testimony. Um, so we'll we'll bring him in here for sure. Um, but not only that, you know, the man's just really started tipping the iceberg into doctrine. Um, and it's crazy how much he's learned and how fast he can absorb it. Um, But, you know, we're just so thankful. So if you listen to this, I know we're kind of talking circles, but it's just crazy because we're sitting here and it's like, whoa, we've only been doing this for two years. And it's crazy because my mind can't comprehend like how cool this is and how God took such a small thing to us. That we were just going to do for local. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, now it's been across the whole world.
1: Yeah. That is nuts. And if we're not careful, we can limit God and, and His capabilities. Yeah. We can sit here and think, well, it's just me and you talking to each other, having a conversation like we do, whether we're recording it or not. Uh, we spend a lot of time talking about God and His Word and the concepts in it. But the reality of it is, uh, God, God's using this. Yeah. And, and folks are hearing the gospel through it. Yeah, all over the world. All over the world. Hopefully, there's, there's folks that's getting motivated. Hopefully, there's folks that are being uh, convicted. Hopefully, there's folks that are accepting Christ. Hopefully, there's folks that are uh, dedicating themselves to a position of service. Or and who knows how that could steamroll, snowball, uh, the, yeah. the, that ripple effect that once something that seed that's planted. Yeah. And you know, some plant, some water. God's the one that gives the increase.
0: Yeah, and it's just crazy because it's all about God. In what he does, you know, it's like in the the five solas, you know, "Sola De Gloria," which means glory to God, basically in a simple way. Um, that's your some of your part of your five solas, and it's cool because like glory to God in this, glory belongs to God in this. God started this, but not only that, you know, God you know chapped us as we've been going through yes. this about being good stewards,
1: <laughs> and He still is because. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times it's easy to walk up in here. I don't want to sound childish. I don't want to sound selfish. I don't want to sound petty. But, you know, I think about how much God's helping me. Yeah. He's not just helping somebody out there and, whew, someplace else. He's helping me through I can't,
0: this. I mean, it's like looking through these episode titles, Alan. I can look through here and remember specific things that I've learned and things we've discussed that's been like, whoa. Yeah. Wow, I learned a lot there. Yeah. But also when people would be like, hey, I listen, heard this podcast and, man, that was a cool topic and I was like yeah it was Mm -hmm. we enjoyed it too yeah we did (laughs) so uh just keep keep checking us out keep listening and you know keep your devotion to God um seek him more um fall on your face more before him don't get tired stay the course stay the course that's the motto we've had um Mm -hmm. uh, this morning we were able to see um a lady give her life to Christ Miss Julie and you know shout out to her Uh, we're gonna be praying for you sister but um, you know, it, it's just amazing to see God at work because it's doesn't. It's not about us, Alan. No, it's not. We just sit back and watch God work. Yep. Because it's all His. I it mean, is.
1: salvation belongs to the Lord. And the exciting thing is, it, it's not the Dominican tradition. And we've spoke about that. I am a traditional person, but the fact that just kind of busting out of the box and, and tearing some of the uh, the watermarks down that we think, okay, God, you can you can do that, but you you can't. God don't operate it. God operates in limitless ways that we don't even understand and this technology it i mean when you stop and think about the, te- the advancement in technology as a whole blows my mind i'm not a technical person but all that comes from god i mean you you think of some guy that's you know got the horn rim glasses and the pocket protector that's really intelligent god's the author of all of it man the author of every bit of it and he, he uses yes. that uh, to, to glorify himself and uh We'll segue into our topic today, and, and it's a, kind of a hot button, uh, hot topic today is how how uh, you know people get you know let things bother them about you know the the wolves and sheep clothing or the the posers or the folks that say they're Christians or whatever. Uh, man, good good topic we're going to talk about today.
0: Yes, and so keep listening, keep checking us out. Um, and again, I stress this: reach out to us um, through our Facebook Messenger or media at watsonchapel.net. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear your testimony. Um, you know, Obviously, we encourage questions, but we we just want to hear from you all. And if you don't, that's fine, but it's like we may never get to meet you. Yeah. Um, so that's why we ask, reach out to us, tell us about yourself, because it would be awesome to learn about someone else and how we can pray for them. Yep. And never, yep. maybe even meet them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we love you guys. Keep checking it out. But today we're going to be back in Romans chapter 12. Um, if you remember last week, we kind of started the marks of a true Christian in Romans chapter 12, which was pretty great. This idea, not just idea, but this was kind of led about. Um, I actually had to write a paper for school on uh, certain segments or sections of scripture, and Romans 12 was my my, my pick, Alan. And I, I can't tell you, Alan, I've probably read through Romans 12 before, but when I was going through it and I was writing out my exposition and exegetically uh, breaking down the verses and what they mean and what's the message, what's the application. I thought, man alive, why have I never slowed down? You know the expression, slow down and smell the roses? I mean, that's been around forever. Um, That's kind of what happened because after I read, did the paper, I was reading through this and then I just kept thinking about it and I was like, good night. Especially because in verse 11 he says, Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit and serve the Lord. Like that, that's the one I'm, I need to work on, Alan, right there. Because it's easy to get lazy, it's easy to get slothful, but we need to be fervent in spirit and serve the Lord always. Um, so it's like it started hitting home, and I was like, Man. Um, and then me and Alan came together, and I was telling them about the marks of the true Christian and all this, and then bada bing, bada boom, you know, here we are. Um, and it's just it, it's needed. It's needed to talk about this because uh, marks of a true Christians. We could use the word, and I think last week we used this, characteristics. So like discrepancy or not discrepancies, characteristics and uh, depictions, right? Or uh, specific things that would mark a person out as a Christian. Um, and what's cool, Alan, is it's not just like oh, you know, they're six foot two, they weigh two. You know, you know, it's not physical. Um, or, Alan, that they're always happy or they're always in a good state. So it's not emotional. Uh, it's spiritual. And what's cool is these spiritual marks, um, and you might be like, what do you mean by spiritual mark?" We're talking about fruit, right? Yeah. You'll know a tree by its fruit. Alan's getting ready to go into John 15 with Brother Jake in the new believers class. And what's funny, Alan, is I'm doing a study right now on the sower of the seed because I'm working on um, a subject matter. And I was referencing over in John 15 because, I mean, in Mark 4, the sower of the seeds, you've got the path, you've got the rocky ground, you've got the thorns, and you've got the good soul. But what's interesting is all through there, three produced no fruit, and the last one did. And, you know, that's a gospel-centered message about, you know, this is how people will respond. And when people respond in their obedience during the life of the gospel, then fruit, right, some 60, some 30, I mean, that's what the text says, it bears in that good soil. So that's what happens is someone puts their faith in Christ, and that seed takes root, and it begins to sprout, and it grows And then, therefore, a tree is born figuratively that bears fruit. So it's like the Christian is now a born-again believer. John chapter 3, they've been born again. Um, The Spirit of God now lives within them. They have spiritual knowledge, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And therefore, now, according to John 15, they're going to bear fruit in their life. That's an evidence of Christ. But the fruit is from Christ. Um, Galatians 2.20, it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. So if Christ who lives in me is the tree itself and I'm just the branch. Then that means the the life that I live should bear characteristics of the tree which is Christ, um, and, and I you know I, I think that's simply put um, I, you could really take that and blow it oh, up because wow. if yeah. you study like I mean Alan if you study a tree if you study the roots if you study the production of a tree and how nutrition is spread. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there's a good study in that. But what's interesting is, you know, Mark 4, it talks about salvation. John 15, it's talking about the Christian, right? But what we're seeing is the gospel message is received by faith alone, in Christ alone. No works, no tongues, no baptism, no commandments, no nothing. It's by faith, his sa- the saving faith, uh, that he, the work he does in our hearts, right? Right. Um, that's what the fourth good soil, the good, the fourth one is. That's the good soil. That's what happens. And then you step into John 15, and you're like, boy, look here. Not only am I bearing fruit, but he's also pruning me. Yeah. He's pruning the vine. He's cutting things off so more fruit can be produced. And so when we look at that, we look at the marks of a Christian. And so last week we talked about letting love be genuine, but we also talked about abhorring what is evil and hold fast to what is good. And that was great because we talked about genuine, right? I mean, when we talked about that... Um, let love be the King James says without dissimulation. Um, that word right there, sincere, real, um, undissembled, unfeigned, uh, undisguised. You know, so it's it's real. It's a real love. It's an undisguised love. Like it's just you know, it, it's kind of like this. Uh, if I Alan, if I want to be real with you, I'm gonna be hundred percent right.
1: And that's that's one thing. Even the uh, the carnal. It, well, I say carnal. I'm using. <laughs> I mean, some church language. Yeah. That's the distinguishing characteristics, whether you are a believer or non believer. That is so easy to recognize. Uh, the Bible calls it dissimulation. Yeah. It is so easy to recognize a phony, a fraud. That's true. Even a lost person can recognize somebody who is acting like they care Fake. about you. Fake. Fake it's fake
0: yeah, well put it's well so
1: put. fake and it doesn't take a it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out oh I love you but yet there's no evidence to support that with my actions and my behavior it's all words <laughs> there's nothing that supports that it's easy for uh, uh, any any individual can can recognize dissimulation or a counterfeit fraud fake it's it's easy to see we, we, we talked a little bit today about uh, some of the same topics that Hunter just talked about. When when you when you talk about evidences, uh, the Bible here's a, here's a church word for you: manifest. We'll make manifest. So if I'm if I'm getting a, a, a package, if I get a, a pallet of, of freight in, if, if you work in, in retail and, and a shipping company delivers a a pallet of various items there'll be a packing slip attached to that right yep. it's a manifest sheet mm-hmm. so what's on the manifest sheet everything that's everything f- that's in that palette it's obvious what's in the palette i don't even have to unwrap it i can pull out the manifest sheet i can read the manifest and it's obvious what's it it makes it makes the content obvious same concept the presence and uh, uh, lordship of the holy spirit in our heart living in us Makes it obvious that he's in us because our behavior, yeah, is guided by him. It's it's it's, it's God's way of leading, guiding our behavior to resemble Him.
0: Yeah, and it's like um, this last week I had a conversation with a guy that I um, at work, and um, we were talking about you know I was making a I made a comment, Alan, about wanting to be a better worker and earn an honest age age wage. Um, I wanted to earn a wage. I wanted to make sure that I was being diligent at my work. I want to do everything as under Christ, Colossians 3.23. Um, but it was interesting because, you know, he asked me, he was kind of like, why? Why? You know, and I'll be honest, you know, I'm really w- working right now, Alan, on my work ethic because um, I want it to be better. I want it to be more honest. I want it to be more reliable. I want my work ethic to be better. And, you know, he was like, you know, I work with you. Why would you, why are you changing? Why are you more focused? Why are you this? And I said, well, I said, because I want to do, I want to do better at what scripture calls me to do. And he said, well, he said, oh, are you doing that to, to make sure you won't go to hell? And I said, oh, I'll never go to hell. And he was like, so you don't think there's anything bad enough you can do to make you go to hell? I said, absolutely not. Because when I'm forgiven by Christ, and I'm covered by the blood of what he did on the cross. I'm forgiven always and forever. And I said, and here's the thing. I won't go do something crazy, crazy like you're trying to suggest because I love Christ. I want him to be the center of my life. And I and I explained to him, I said, see, I want to be a better worker because of conviction. I said, see, what happens is if the Holy Spirit of God gets inside. Well, he's already inside. He dwells within me. So he convicts me. Because my work ethic should be better, and I should do everything as unto the Lord. So it all centers on text. I said, so I'm convicted. I want to do better at serving the Lord in this opportunity, but I want my work ethic to grow. And he was like, oh, he didn't have an answer.
1: So here's the deal, Hunter. That's not natural. No. Humans, in their own mindset, decision-making, value, don't possess that. No. We want to do, we want to work smart, not hard. <laughs> we want to do the bare minimum. And it's, it, you know it's easy. Saying? It's it, in it, us. It, it's, it's in all of us. Yeah. It's, it's not in me to want to do that. But Christ in me makes me want to do everything as unto God. Not let the right hand know what the left hand's doing, no. not for recognition, not so I get a, a promotion. But so I honor my Father, which is in heaven. Yeah. Everything I do.
0: And and it's like, you know, if he's giving me the opportunity to do a certain amount of work for a certain amount of time, um, I need to look at that as a blessing. But I also need to make sure that I'm doing everything as in the Lord and work on my work ethic. And I'm working on that, Alan. That's something I'm trying to learn more about and be better at. Um, Because, you know, by the sweat of the brow, men work. And they do things to earn a wage, to live, to have food, to take care of their family. But like... That's a characteristic, Alan. Um, but it's even like, you know, let love be genuine. Let it be real. Don't don't be fake. Or uh, you know, Alan, I, I went to the I went by this uh um pride celebration, this thing that was going on at the park in Maryville, and one of the local churches I think had signs and was standing on the, the sidewalk and I hope that they got to witness. I hope they got to share the truth about yeah, Christ. Absolutely. And I hope it was done genuinely, and it wasn't in the sense of an attack, um, because it, it's needed to be stand up and be bold. But if your motive,
1: but it's, need, but it's needed in the right motive. Yes. It has make to come sure from the, the right motive right. Always yes. make sure your motive right. Absolutely.
0: And you're saying, Hunter, are you saying they shouldn't have done that? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. If God led them to do that, then Amen. But it's like I looked and get one of the verses was Romans twelve nine. Exactly, but it, it it didn't have the first part. It the, just had no. a poor what is evil, and hold that, fast to what is good. Where was the first part?
1: <laughs> and there's no place in God's Scripture that He ever directs us to share His Word out of hate. Yes, never.
0: And, and but I was sitting here and I saw that a poor what is evil, and I thought that's Romans 12. And I thought that when I drove by, but Alan, where was the first part? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like there's a motive there, and I pray that it was a good motive, and I pray people were reach for the sake of the gospel. But it's like, let our love be genuine. Let's abhor what's evil. Let's hold fast to what is good. Now, we talked about that last week, and it was great. Okay, now this week, let's look at 1210. Okay? Love one another with brotherly affection. Um, King James would say, be kindly affectionate one another with brotherly love. Um, let's talk about that, Alan. Especially like the brotherly love, brotherly honor. Um, fraternal affection. Now, a lot of people hear fr- fraternal, and they, they're they like, oh, a frat? No, no, we're close. Listen, the love of brothers or sisters, um, in the New Testament, the love which Christians cherish, that's a good word, cherish for each other as brethren. So, Alan, it's like when I look around, and, and here's the thing. 1 John talks about that brotherly affection and brotherly love towards the body of Christ. That's an evidence of salvation. That's an evidence of being a Christian. And it's like, Alan, I should have a love for the family of God. Exactly. It should be in me to love one another. Um, it Love my neighbor as myself. But here's the thing, Alan. If I love the brethren, right, so I want to go out of my way for the brethren— Um, Philippians says that I put others' interests above my own, exalting them in a way, you know, of how I think about them.
1: Preferring them. Yes.
0: And, And when I think about, you know, that brotherly love or, you know, love one another, and I'm pulling this up. Um, look here. This is the message that you've heard from the beginning that we should love one another. Christ, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. Uh Jesus said that the way that we would treat each other, Alan, would be an evidence to the world that we're of Christ, right? Okay, this is what you've heard from one another. He said in verse 12, We should not be like Cain, who was of the evil, murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own deeds were evil and his brother's righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. And he goes down through here, and it's like everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murder has eternal life. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. We know love by what Christ did. But he says, But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but indeed in deed and truth. By this we shall know that we are of truth and reassure our hearts before him. So it's like, we're called by Jesus to love people and be there for them, right? And... Not only are we called to love people and to be there for them, but, Alan, not in just what we say and what we think, but also in action and in deed. So it's like when Romans 12, let me me get back over there. When Romans 12.10 says, love one another with brotherly affection, that means this, that, Alan, the people that are a part of the body of Christ— I should literally love them as my brother or my sister yep. in Christ. Because yep. here's the thing. They're a part of the body. Mm-hmm. They're a part of the church. So they're not just random people to me, Alan. That's why, like, this is – I love when this happens, Alan. Um, and and it's like it happened a few weeks ago. We were at getting um, oil changed. And I was talking to a guy. And all I said, Alan, was, you know – This guy said, what are you getting into this week? And I said, well, we're doing blah, blah, blah with some friends from church. And some time went by, and he came back. He said, where do you go to church? I said, I go out to Watson's Chapel. And he said, oh, well, my name's so-and-so. And And he said, I I live over, or I'm a pastor out a certain way out towards where I live. So he knew where I live because he pastors out towards there. And I was like, really? I was like, well, I go, you know, I'm at so-and-so, and and I'm a next generation pastor out there. And all of a sudden, it was like, boom. Yeah, we we had a love for each other yep. because that's what happens, Alan. Or how many times have you been somewhere and you meet a stranger and they're like, you find out they're a brother in Christ, and all of a sudden it's like you've known each other for twenty years.
1: Yep.
0: See, that's the love of Christ. That's one spirit, one mind, one love, and that's what I love about this instructions because it's so sweet, Alan, and real. L- love one another with brotherly affection. So it's like if someone is here in this church, I. Uh, maybe we don't see eye to eye on something, or maybe we have a disagreement, or maybe someone does me wrong, or anything like that. Like, I need to love them with brotherly love. Well, why? Because I've been instructed to. But look here. Outdo one another in showing honor. Now, when you look at the outdo one another in showing honor... um what I think is interesting is John MacArthur says to show genuine appreciation and admiration for fellow believers by putting them first. It goes back to something I quoted earlier Philippians 2. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humanity count others more significant than yourselves.
1: And that basically, in my vernacular, means no artillery. Group, no no, <laughs> my <laughs> It's okay, no Alan. No ulterior motives. I I don't have an agenda to love you. I don't. I'm not expecting something to be reciprocated, or I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'll do this for you. You do this for me. Uh, this love is motivated from a godlike love, where we understand the value of an individual and their uniqueness and their place that they occupy in the kingdom of God and His work and the tasks that they have to do, and we understand that's valuable. Every one of God's family members has that uniqueness, and we should love them. And honor them and pray for them and not expect to receive a anything reward back. or anything in my back in return for that.
0: And I love that, like, you know, when you start talking about um, showing honor, like, listen here a value that is money paid or valuables um, to esteem something, um, something that has a price. So it's like, When I look at that word, like, value. So it's like, I should value them. And not only should I value them, Alan, but I should outdo them in showing that value. And so it's like, it's not a competition. Because if we make it a competition, then the motive's wrong. And It's a a work that's about us, being better. But when I humble myself, like in that Philippians 2, not out of self-ambition or conceit, but I count their interests higher than mine... That's showing honor. Yep. That's showing value, Alan. And I love that he says love each other with brotherly affection, but he also says, but outdo each other. So it's like, Alan, there's a standard that's been given to us, like a motive of, hey, you should outdo each other. Do you know what I think about when I think about outdoing each other, Alan? I think about continuous. Because if, Alan, you and I are trying to outdo each other, let's just use that phrasing, then you'll do something. Then I'll do something.
1: and you'll up. do something. Yeah, i one-up you.
0: And, and it just keeps going back and forth. So here's the cool thing about that, Alan. It never says right there in this phrasing and in this wording to stop. You see what I'm saying? It's yep. continuous. And when I show um, this value, and it's like it says, in honor preferring one another, that word preferring, uh, listen to this, to lead the way for others, that is to show Uh, difference, prefer to go before and show the way, to go before and lead, to go before as a leader, um, you know, lead onward, to endeavor to take lead of, so it's like, we should strive to lead each other, um, to showing this honor, to showing this value, and I love that it's just to show difference, and so it's like I should go out of my way for you, Alan, yeah. and then you should go out of your way for me, and then I should go, and it's continuous. It is. It's and the I'll idea what, of
1: outdoing. I tell you what that would do. I tell you what that would do to society. What would that look like in the world that we live in? You know, when when Jesus said, "Hey, when 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 they when they ask you for your." Your coat, you give him your cloak when that, when when he asks you to go one mile. Go
0: the extra go go another mile. That's it.
1: Go two. What's that look like? Instead of me and you fighting over stuff, hunter? I want it it's mine, no it's mine, we'll be fighting over who takes it. It's yours, hunter. No, Hunter Alan, it's yours. Yeah. It's like that, that, that's what it looks like.
0: It's like that text that talks about that if someone comes to me in need and I just say, you know, be merry yeah. go in peace. Go
1: be full like and that's, not feed them.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not that's not love.
1: That's 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 the simulation. And
0: and Jesus <laughs> said, you know, if someone gives a cup of water in my name. You see what I'm saying like yeah. when we strive to show each other value and honor, we get to yep. the point where Philippians 2 says, we humble ourselves and we esteem our brethren higher than ourselves, and we put others' interests before us. Well, why? Because we want to show them that they're valued and that they're honored. And here's the thing, Alan. I think so many times, and we're going to wrap up here in just a second. I think so many times people try to love one another, and they don't even know what that means, No, Alan. they
1: don't. Not, I mean,
0: not in just word, not in just talking, but in truth, in deed, in showing this.
1: And if it were true, if, if, the, church, if the church lived this scripture society wouldn't look like it does today. No. I mean... The you, church would not look
0: like it does. The church
1: would not look like it does today. And society sure wouldn't. I mean, there's so much division. Amen. So much uh, uh, manipulating, so much uh, underhanded, uh, cutthroat, uh, step on whoever you've got to, uh, my way's the best way mentality, that there's bickering across the board and and, and from total, total opposites trying to... Uh, stomp out the competition and alive. Where's the love in that? Yeah. Where's that?
0: Yeah. And, and it, it needs to be evident. And Alan, it's like I always think about this. You know, people are like, well, what is love? And I think about that song, "What Is Love." Um. Hopefully, we don't get copyrighted right there. But, <laughs> but think about it like that question that's been ongoing through don't time. Don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> um. The the thing about the ongoing question that's always been echoed throughout to, like, what is love? People trying to figure out how to love, do these things. But here's what I love, Alan. Wow, there, I said it. It is, like, genuine, real, unconditional love It's nothing I've had to seek out or go talk to some guru or some, you know, peace dweller about. The love that I now have in my life has been given to me and taught to me by Jesus Christ. We
1: couldn't even understand it, Hunter. No. Until that 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 that, that drawing of the Holy Spirit and that faith expression of faith and the experience of grace, we, our brain cannot even translate what godly love is. Yeah. We and, have no concept of and it.
0: And, Alan, that's why we can sit here and when this text says, love those who despitefully use you, I can love people that even hate me. Why? Because the love of Christ is in me. It's been shed abroad in my heart that it would be expelled out of me. True statement. And shined out of me towards others. Um, So, guys, I hope that this encourages you. Alan, do you have any other thoughts that you'd want to share? God bless. God bless. I know this one's a little bit shorter, but Alan and I have a meeting we're about to have to scamper off to. Um, So, we love you guys, um, and... I'm going to pray for us real quick. Lord, we love you. We come to you in prayer. We thank you for this time that we can come together, Lord, and talk about love and um, wanting to show more value to the brothers, um, showing that brotherly affection to brothers and sisters, the family of God. Um, God, and I pray first off, Lord, that you'd help me, Lord, to show more value to the, my brothers and sisters of Christ. Lord, I know that that text has just stuck in my heart, and I know that through the power of the Spirit, Lord, you're showing me how I could do better, Lord, at showing more value to brothers and sisters in Christ. So, Lord, we just pray that this would encourage. Lord, we pray that this would edify. But Lord, we also pray that this Bible verse would convict, Lord, Christians to love each other more. God, we love you. We pray for this episode and all of our listeners, we lift them up to you, God, that you'd be with them in whatever they're going through. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, we'll see you next week.